0: ChumbaCasino.com. No by eighty plus. Terms and conditions apply. website for details.
2: But look, man, I got to thank you uh, for giving me this much time, this much respect. You have really made today a great pleasure for me, and I want to thank you for it. And you have earned, you have earned uh, an awful lot that maybe you haven't been paid yet. But uh, don't give up.
3: Radio talk show host and best selling author Neil Bortz. Already my designated fill in. Yeah. When I when I would when I would go
4: away on a trip on one of my five day vacations.
3: Michael Harrison of Talker's Magazine. Well Talker's Magazine is a trade publication. That's basically what we are. Uh, radio, and we serve talk <laughs> specifically, and talk radio, of course, is very, very uh, uh, the reality of media today, which is uh, generally called new media. So we've been into the new media for the 22 years. That well, there, there, I believe, is the great Dan Perkins.
4: Most of the time.
3: <laughs> Most of the time. And uh, some
4: days, I'm, some days I'm not too great. Other days, I'm really great. <laughs>
3: Well, we've got, um, IQ Al Rizzoli with us. Um, it, it, uh, do I need to call Don, or is Don gonna call in, or how, are is he gonna? Why don't you,
4: why, why don't you, why don't you call Don?
3: Okay, why don't we do this? I'm gonna let, uh, we're, we're, we're gonna put Dan on hold, and I'm gonna, uh, go grab Don, and, uh, we've got IQ on hold. So, uh, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do our, uh, well, we're, we're, we're gonna do something. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna figure something out here. Uh, we're, we're gonna throw in a, a, a couple quick spots here. And, uh, it is, it is live. So you never know what the hell is gonna go on here. Uh, it, it, it is, it is gonna be a fast and furious, uh, radio program today, so here's this. is this. attorney we'll advertising. The choice
0: of a lawyer is an important decision. should not be based solely upon advertising. Kurt and Brad Honnold are responsible for the content of this advertisement.
1: Attention women, if you had a transvaginal mesh, bladder mesh, pelvic sling, or bladder sling implanted for pelvic organ prolapse or stress urinary incontinence and well, suffered serious sec. injuries I or complications, can, uh, please call 800-625-0379 now, as you may be entitled to a cash award. If you've had a mesh or sling device implanted and suffered serious injuries or complications such as device removal or replacement surgery call 800-625-0379 now for a free consultation one manufacturer has offered to pay 830 million dollars to women harmed by these products if you had a transvaginal mesh, bladder mesh, pelvic sling, or bladder sling implant, and suffered serious injuries or complications, please call 800-625-0379 now. Cases are being settled right now. So call 800-625-0379. That's 800-625-0379. Okay, hold on. Hold
0: on. Hold on. This is attorney advertising. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision. should not be based solely upon advertising. Kirk Gose and Brad Honold are responsible for the content of this advertisement. Attention! Call now if you've had an IVC filter placed in your body to prevent blood clots, as you may be at serious risk. The FDA warns that these filters may move or break, which may lead to heart or lung damage, internal bleeding, or even death. Call now for Fire a free consultation. A Since 2005, there have been IQ. over 1,000 problems me, reported friends? to the FDA by consumers regarding IVC awesome. filters, well, such as fractures, go tearing, device movements, Blockage and breaking of the device. If you or a loved one suffered serious health complications from an IVC filter which moved or broke, call us right now. As you may be entitled to compensation, call 800-618-4110. That's 800-618-4110. Call now. 800-618-4110.
2: Famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag. You know how you do it. You know what I'm saying?
5: Keeping it
2: all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas.
5: Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had no idea. <laughs> I
3: love. I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith.
5: <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22 Jiggy. Daddy hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? <laughs> want to be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy, play guitar, Jeff. It's a great name, man. thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting, I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks
4: up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar.
0: I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Well, it
3: is a uh, it's an interesting addition already of the world famous Cheeky Jaguar radio program. Dan Perkins is on the line. We've got him on Skype audio. We have Don Bazella and IQ Al Rizzoli for today's edition of our big broadcast. And um, IQ, I want to start with you, my friend. I want to have you give us a uh, your opinion and your take on the Orlando shooting, and then we're going to bring in Dan and Don and, and, and get their thoughts on things.
5: You won't believe it, but I would like to point out that while the police, FBI, and others, including his father, accused the terrorist Omar Mateen of homophobia, in my talk on the 13th of June with Malcolm out loud, I suggested the possibility that the Muslim terrorist was himself gay. Malcolm was shocked at my statement and asked me if I had proof or just an opinion. I told him it was my opinion. Unbelievable!
3: Turned out to be true. Back to you, <laughs> Dan. Jump in there.
4: Well, I can't tell you how long I've been waiting to have this conversation. I, I can't remember. Can't remember the last time I had a conversation with my friend IQ. Um, there's a report out today, IQ, that the one of the princes of uh, Saudi Arabia on his way to. Washington uh stopped off, I think, in Paris, but I could be wrong in the city. And at that stop, he uh, took some questions from reporters, and he said that the Saudi Arabia was funding 20% of Hillary Clinton's run for the presidency. Now, um, it got into one paper... One paper and then it was pulled. Uh, but the, but I think it was, um, one of the Washington papers, one of the more, uh, conservative Washington papers, Washington Times, I believe, actually got a copy of it and printed it yesterday in its entirety. And, you know, we have laws in our country today, uh, IQ that prohibit the amount of money that foreign nationals and corporations can contribute to presidential campaigns. So, The question is, are they trying to buy, continue to pay to buy her influence and uh, whatever she can do in Washington, D.C. is the first question. And the second question is, and I've done 14 interviews in the last day and a half IQ, um, and early morning to late at night, and um, I want to know from you how serious are the and I'm no longer calling them radical islamic people. I'm talking about I call them fundamental because they're believers as opposed to non-believers. As you say, either you're uh, either you're a muslim or you're not. There's no middle ground or you're an uh, infidel. Anyway, my point is I want to know how serious a problem do you think it is going to be for us in the United States with uh the attacks on gay and lesbian people.
5: Well, first of all, let's discuss. You said you have a laws in America. You don't have any more laws. You have a rogue government. You have a rogue administration. You have no laws. And who am I to say that? I'm the outsider looking in. And believe me, you have no laws. Obama overwr- over, overriding everything with executive this and executive that. Right. As you said. She is corrupt, 100%, no question. And no single patriotic and decent and intelligent American should ever vote for her. Ever. She is corrupt. Well,
4: that, was, that would eliminate an awful lot of people there, IQ, in this country.
5: <laughs> doctor, I don't, know, don't give it to If they are stupid, they're stupid.
4: That's all there is to it. She you got to remember, she so married a guy from Arkansas. I mean... How smart can she be? Anyway, go ahead.
5: Thank you very much.
4: Yeah.
5: <laughs> now, what is Islam's danger? Every Muslim, ladies and gentlemen, I know it is difficult to digest or to accept. Every single Muslim on planet Earth, outside Dal Islam, that means in any country which is not Islamic, it's like Europe and America, every Muslim is a potential mass murderer. The instant this Muslim convinces himself that what he is going to do is, for Sabil Allah, means for the sake of Allah, he will not hesitate to murder a thousand, a hundred thousand, or a million people. And in the process he dies, because he will end up in Muhammad's whorehouse version of paradise, the Islamic paradise, with 72 versions. Anybody listening to me can laugh from here to eternity, but the joke is on us if we laugh. Because they are not laughing. They truly believe this young man, he had gay tendencies. But he as a Muslim knew that he is breaking the rule of Allah. He knew he would end up in Allah's hell. He knew that. He had no doubt about it as a Muslim especially, he has a father who is Sharia-oriented, a father who supports the Taliban. the FBI know about it? American intelligence knows about it, and they haven't done anything. Omar Mateen had homosexual tendencies that are forbidden in Islam. He must have suffered incredible degrees of shame and humiliation from his father who is Sharia compliant in the support of the Taliban. I'm repeating myself, I wanted to impress you. Omar became a self-hating gay person who had no doubt that as a gay Muslim he will end up in Allah's hell. Ladies and gentlemen, the only way for this Muslim to escape Allah's hell was to martyr himself by slaughtering the very gay people whom he came to load. By martyring himself, he became a shaheed whose every previous sin is forgiven by Allah, having shot up Kaffir's infidel for the sake of Allah, Allah, according to his depraved belief system called Islam, ladies and gentlemen. As a martyr, Omar will not go to hell anymore. But on the contrary, he will end up in Muhammad's whorehouse based. Islamic Paradise seventy-two version. We
3: we Moreover, we ended up with sorry, Don. I, I I I excuse me. Uh, I Q. We ended up with Don on Skype. Don, if you can get Dan back on Skype, uh, oh. that would be awesome. Because I I I don't know how to get both of you on at the same time. But I know. Well, I
2: do. Hopefully, it'll work. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but IQ, go ahead, and I didn't mean to cut you off. Keep going. You, you, you were talking oh, about you dream, M- Muhammad's, Muhammad's uh, whorehouse. That's where you... Whorehouse,
5: yeah. But it's very important you understand why this young man was willing to die. With his death, he restores honor to his father and his family. As well, as he satisfies his God, Allah's insatiable appetite for human sacrifice. It was all a win-win
2: situation for him, his family, Islam, and Allah. I hear you're wrong. There are 50 people that I lost.
5: Yeah, but he, he couldn't give a damn. This is the human sacrifice that I'm talking about. Allah needs human sacrifice. Who are the human sacrifice? Infidels. He did that. So now he has justified himself. He has exonerated himself he died a martyr that's it the best thing that happens to him is to die a martyr killing 50 people is nothing in islam killing a million people will be nothing you think when they have an atom bomb or a, another weapon of mass destruction they're not going to use it are you are you really serious they will not hesitate a microsecond not a microsecond the number of people they kill who are infidels, the greater the number, the, number, the greater the rewards.
2: Yeah, well, uh, IQ, what I'm hearing is that this is a frustrated homosexual who uh, couldn't even make a date in a homosexual pickup bar.
5: Irrespective, I explained to you why he had to commit suicide. He had no choice. Uh, he, uh, I homosexual.
2: I, I I just think he was uh, uh, just uh, just somebody who needed an excuse. No,
5: no, 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 no! Don't give excuses every time I hear you. Islam doesn't need an excuse.
2: Well, I know it's that, but in this particular case,
5: exists, by the don't way, you think that we infidels exist is enough for Islam to start a war?
2: But don't you think perhaps the, uh, this is a case where there's a frustrated guy who, who just needed... Um but I explained it. But I, I gave you all the
5: explanations, honestly. Of course he's frustrated. But the most important thing is he knew he was going to end up in hell. And he didn't want to end up in hell. And the only way to get out of being in hell is to kill infidels and become a martyr. Where is the difficulty, for God's sake? Every single one who commits suicide in Islam is not doing it for Allah, is not doing it for Islam, is not doing it for Muhammad, He's doing it for the 72 virgins.
2: <laughs> well, in this case, maybe he needed a male virgin.
5: But the joke is on us when we laugh. These people believe. And you can't argue with somebody who believes.
4: But I. 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 Sorry. I. I, I, I let me let me ask you a quick quick, quick quick question. I understand what you're saying that they were martyrs and because they were impure they this is a way to redeem their souls and go to heaven. but um, you would think as much as as the Islamic state hates us, there would be more foreign attacks in the United States as opposed to as President Obama is calling them homegrown. So why why are we not seeing more attacks directly from operatives out of ISIL?
5: But you will get it. It's only a matter of time. You have hundreds of thousands of Somalis. You have millions of illegal immigrants, and more of them are coming from the Mexico border. It's a matter of time. Wait and see. One and a half million Muslims went into Germany last year. There haven't been any attacks in Germany, by the way. Not a single attack in Germany. Not one. Is it going to last? The answer is no.
2: Why is that, uh, IQ?
5: They are preparing for a mass slaughter. They are preparing for a... Intercontinental mass slaughter. What I mean is, they do it in Paris, in Berlin, in America, in Germany, in France, in Italy, simultaneously.
4: And do you have a se- show- sense when? Not not a specific day, but uh, is it the next two months, three months? Is it before the election, no, after the election? It no, but
5: it could be tomorrow. Why? They don't care about the election. They are not politically oriented Election. They are doing Trump a great favor. This guy has created a tsunami in America. Before Orlando, the gay community went into demonstrations against Islamophobia. Idiots. Gays are murdered in Islam, but the gay community supported the Muslims. Now,
4: after Orlando all of them are supporting Trump. Read the news. Oh well, yeah, I have seen that. I, I, I do see, however, that, that there are there are there are people that are talking on the liberal line that are saying that the Muslims have moved up the pecking order above gays in the Democratic Party as far as priority. But but let me the, let me.
5: Community woke up that they are now going to be, and they have always been, by the way, the victims of Islam. They honestly didn't realize how bad Islam treats
4: gay people. They didn't realize. Right. This is what's happening all over Europe and
5: America. Unless you have much water, people are not waking up.
4: Right. Yeah. The, 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 uh, the 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 pap- some of the papers are reporting. That the the reason why Muslims have moved above the gays is basically fear that the, the liberal left now fears reprisals from the Muslims if they say anything against them. That's not acceptable. Do me a favor. Let me
5: let's get this straight. Three percent of America is Muslim. Ninety seven percent is not Muslim and you're telling me ninety seven percent are French.
4: Sorry. No, I'm saying that I'm saying that the Liberal Democrats, the far left. Who are they? Thirty
5: percent of the population, forty percent of the population, how many?
4: I don't so probably probably less than <laughs> less than forty percent. Okay, but that for less forty percent is hundred and twenty million people. Okay, but
5: million
4: I, I, I understand, but you're not, not understanding that probably 35% or more of the 40% or three quarters to seven eighths of the 40% have no clue. They don't understand what the hell's going on. They they're, they feel sorry for the massacre, but IQ. I, my first book is called A Terrorist Perspective, and I tried to begin the education process to uh, to help Americans understand why these people hate us so much and why they want to kill us. And I, and I, I've done a thousand interviews, and I'm still finding people on the air. We have no freaking clue.
5: I agree with you. My interview with you, with you today is 1,104. And still, a lot of people haven't got a clue. Right. I agree with you. Yeah. But that doesn't I su- mean it's a majority. We're not afraid of them. We shouldn't be afraid of them. They're nothing. Muslims are nothing. You know what? You wait. If, if we had Americans with a backbone who would go and destroy mosques, what do you think the most Muslims will do? They will cower ha- like mice. They will cower like mice. But nobody has retaliated against them.
4: Because they're the... They're although we had they're the 11 although you had Fort Hood, you had San Bernardino, you had all this. Nobody is retaliating,
5: nobody. So they are empowered. They honestly believe they can do exactly what they want and nobody will do anything to them.
4: You're, you're, and including the president of the United States including the president
5: you have a, you have a, you have a Muslim traitor in chief I don't know whether you have a president yeah, you can call him president
4: yeah but, but, but the point is that we I watched Gerardo Rivera report from the scene of the massacre and I wanted to throw the remote My at the God. television at, at the same time I wanted to stand up and cheer because what he said, he said, America, wake up. These people want us dead. And there's going to come a time where they're not going to come in with rifles. They're going to come with either with nuclear devices or chemical weapons, and they're going to kill hundreds of thousands, if not millions of us. And that's my, fir- that's my first book. That's the whole story of the first book about why they hate us and how they're going to plan to kill us. But you know, it's 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 amazing as I travel around the country and find people who have no clue. And I'm not saying that they're stupid. Uh, I mean there's a, there's there's a lot of problems in our country. And that and and many people have turned into what we call isolationists. They don't really give a crap what's going on in Brussels or, or Paris or Saudi Arabia or whatever. They're, they're trying to figure out how they're going to feed their family and get to work and keep their job. Yeah, but wait a minute,
2: wait, till, wait till, I agree with you. Can I, can I step in over here? And, uh, 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 Donald Trump today said um, uh, he doesn't care if people like us as long as they respect us. You right. know, you're, you're both coming out of this out of a sense of fear. Yet uh, I'd like to come out of it as a sense of... Uh, um, anger and uh, retaliation. I mean, what Donald Trump is saying uh, resonates with me in the sense of if they feared us, they, they wouldn't be as free and easy with all these terror acts that they are. Uh, IQ, what do you say to that?
5: I agree. I just said to you, if only some Americans blew up some mosques or burned them down to the ground, those Muslims will not be doing what they're doing. If somebody said, one more attack, one more 9-11 or something to like, there will be no Mecca and there will be no Medina. What do you think will happen?
2: Tell me, what would you... What Hopefully you the, <laughs> uh, the uh, passive uh, Islamics would rise up and say, wait a second. If, no if, it would be the same as if uh, um, someone had said that they would attack Rome for the Roman Catholics. I mean, uh, you know, uh, at some point we should... Uh, I, I heard, a, for the first time, I heard a complete Donald Trump speech today in Atlanta. And I was impressed by what he said, uh, much more than I thought I would be because he's talking sense. And we're sitting here talking fear when I would like to talk about how do we instill fear in others. I, I really got a big kick out of his speech. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't talk about fear. Why do you say I talk about fear? On the contrary, I say we need aggression. I didn't say you... We
5: need aggression. We need to teach them a lesson. But we don't have a government which will teach them a lesson. Not in Europe and not in America. The United States of America was able in three years, 41 to 45, four years, in less than four years in fact, to destroy
2: Nazi Germany and Imperial Japan. But it took the destruction of the Pacific Fleet to to wake up America. Well, I don't think we could afford a, a nuclear attack uh, such as uh, Dan postulates. And uh, when you read his books, you, by the time you finish, you get a real fear uh, uh, about what can and cannot happen. And uh, I just happened to hear something today from somebody in Washington that they actually carried out a demonstration of which they smuggled smuggled in an atomic bomb mm-hmm. and showed that it could be done. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, by, by the way, uh, by the way, Dan, it wasn't via the Mexican route, it was via Canada.
4: Okay. Well, I had I I had that scenario. I had the Canadian scenario along with the Mexican scenario. I have it in book 1. But 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 I th- I think you're you're Don you're on you're on point. Um, I try to be. <laughs> yeah, well, most of the time you are. I I'll give you I'll give you credit for that. Uh, I I think that we've got a country and a world that's intimidated primarily because of, of political correctness. If you I don't want IQ I don't know whether you saw our so-called president yesterday trying to defend why he's not radical islam but it was it was embarrassing to me to have our president who couldn't put two sentences together that were coherent uh to try and express a, a point and he absolutely lied to the american people i know because of my contacts that there is a group of people within the administration who determines the political correctness of what's said to the military and to the spy agencies. And political correctness has a huge impact on what we do as a nation based on the leadership that we have today. And I I say that to you, IQ, disappointed not only at the Democrats, but the Republicans, who are co-conspirators with, with the Democrats to sacrifice our country?
5: Absolutely. No question. You have a dysfunctional government. Why? You don't have an opposition to Obama. You don't have an opposition. They are colluding with Obama against the American people. And both sides speak about the American... I'm sick and tired of hearing every single politician speaking in the name of the American people while they are raping them. I hate that.
2: Obama well, well, stood up... We agree with you, IQ. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. We, we agree. By the way, all of us are in agreement. All of us
5: on our own agreement. It's how to resolve the problem is the problem. Well... well. I know what the resolution should be. I know. You cannot uh, fight Islam, which is a a, a belief system,
4: with weapons of war. You
5: destroy Islam by destroying the Quran. And the only way to destroy the Quran is by proving beyond a shadow a reasonable doubt that Allah is not the same as the God of the Bible. The Quran is finished. Muhammad is finished. Sharia is finished. That's it. Don't take my word for it. Just think about it. You can't destroy a belief system. There are only two ways you can do that. You exterminate every single believer or to prove to the believer and to the world that what they have is garbage. It's all lies. It's all concocted by Muhammad. God and Allah. Allah is not the same as the God of the Bible. Full stop. Allah is not the same as the God of Jesus, Moses and Abraham. Why? Allah is Muhammad. Muhammad well, concocted every letter, every word, every verse, and every chapter
2: of the Quran. Well, I I, it, IQ, the doomsday clock is going to be moved ahead two minutes, closer to midnight in the next month, uh, according to my sources. The, you know, that's frightening news, uh, IQ, because what it's saying is that we're about to, uh, we're closer to an atomic, we are closer today to an atomic holocaust than we've been in 20 years. And that's frightening. Because the, the because the only way you're going to wipe out um, Islam is via an atomic attack. That is the only way. You cannot stamp out a religion. History has demonstrated you cannot uh, stamp out a religion. Uh, The Jews have proved it for 4,000 years. Christians have proved it for over 2,000. And now Islam is proving it for almost 1,400 years. And uh, look, even Buddhism, which preaches pacifism, has, uh, has survived. You're, in effect, saying that we have to have a religious war.
4: A crusade.
2: Another crusade. But in against this case, 14, against 14, the same 14, people that the first crusade was against. Absolutely. Th- that's what you're saying, 14, IQ, if I'm hearing you right. 1400 years ago.
5: 1400 mm-hmm. years ago, he split the world into two parts. Dar al-Islam and Dar al Harb. Dar al Harb is the land of the infidels. He declared war. Islam has been at war with America. America wasn't at war with Islam. The Barbarys were the first terrorists against America before the military republic was created. That's it. Obama is a pathological liar because he's a Muslim. Every Muslim is a pathological liar.
2: Every Muslim. Well, you know, I'm convinced that he will, after he steps down from the presidency, declare that he is a um, uh, uh, he believes in Islam. I, I really believe that sometime in the future, he will say uh, he he's converted to uh, Islam while he re- re- was um, an adherent all all the time he was in office.
5: Well, what do you say to that? I never had any doubt. I never had any doubts. Never, I never had any. I mean, everything he has done. I mean, how dare he speak in the name of? the whole of the American people, we are not a Christian nation. Really? What are you, Buddhist? Jewish or what? (coughs) We are not a Muslim nation. Who the hell does he think he is to speak in the name of 320 million people? We are not a uh, a Christian nation. Why?
2: You know, uh, IQ, I often quote you in in, um, many of the discussions I have. Uh, I encourage people to go into your website because, you know, you speak often the, tr- the truth that we don't want to hear. Um, uh, I'm paying you a compliment, IQ, because every time I'm on the show with you, um, I, I learn something new and, and uh, become more militant uh, each time I talk to you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm dominating the conversation, Dan. Uh, please, uh, step in. Yeah.
4: Uh, uh you know what's the most significant... Jim, are you there?
3: Yep, I'm just sitting here listening, gentlemen.
4: <laughs> Do you know what the most significant thing that was that's taken place on this call today so far? What? Don Mozilla's turned into a Trump supporter.
2: <laughs> well, I, I didn't say that. I said uh, I liked his speech. It was the first you, time I had to sit through a whole speech, listen, but he you made were, sense. Yeah, well... <laughs> He, he made a lot of sense. But then what was really interesting, when they, when they took the excerpts from the speech on MSNBC, which I was watching because that was the, uh, uh, channel that was on, all they did was, uh, take the, the parts of the speech that they wanted to talk about and the, the really important part of the speech that he said was not repeated. Right. And, and I turned to my wife and we were watching it together, uh, someplace. And I said, you know, that's what's wrong with the
4: media today. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: IQ. So,
3: so Dan Perkins, Uh, hold hold on just a second before you get back into this. Sir, who walked in behind me? Um, Now, now Dan, um, what what did you make of the situation that took place? I believe it was last week when Trump kept referring to uh, Elizabeth Warren as Pocahontas because you often. (laughs) uh, She's often referred to on this show by you as. uh, how, How. I, I
4: said, I, I'm, I'm, I could be wrong here. I right? suppose we could go back and look at the archives. I think I've been calling her Pocahontas, Uncle Joe and Pocahontas for at least a year. <laughs> at least a year, Dan. <laughs> and w- when I, when I heard him call her Pocahontas, I laughed and I said, damn, he's not going to give me credit for calling her Pocahontas. <laughs> and, but I, 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 I chuckled because, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's a farce. I mean, <laughs> she—the only evidence that she had Indian blood in her was her high cheekbones. Come on, give me a break. This is a woman who has less of a record than Hillary Clinton in the Senate, and and I I I just think she's okay. I'm going to say it. stupid.
2: Well, just because it, it, it's a sad state of affairs
4: that we're in. Yes.
5: Yeah. You
4: know, I, I, I look at what I did a piece. You may remember it, Jim. I did that piece. I think it was for the Surge of the Hill. I can't remember which it was, but it talked about the Democratic being the party of old white people.
3: Yes. Do you remember that piece?
4: Yes. Okay. Well, Elizabeth Warren is what is another one of those old white people. Who's done nothing in her life but live off the dole? I mean, it's just—I mean, we're going to try—we're going to try and run a crook with an idiot to run for president, vice president in the United States. Hey, Dan. Uh, hey, Dan. Uh,
2: someone said to me today that uh, he, she, he would not be surprised if she's the vice presidential nominee. Pocahontas. Yes. Oh, said, wh- go ahead. No, uh, this uh, Washington insider said to me today that uh, uh, she is on the short list with Hillary Clinton because uh, it, it all depends on what happens when Hillary meets with uh, Bernie Sanders and Hillary tries to figure out, does she shore up the left or does she shore up the, the, uh, the right as her vice president... Presidential nominee, and uh, uh, when I asked this question of of this uh, Washington insider, he said she's on the short list, and that is a sad commentary. Yes, I agree. I agree.
4: Can I ask IQ a question?
3: Jump in there, yeah.
4: Okay, IQ. Let me ask you. Let me just since we're talking about American politics, do you think that ISIL gives a crap of who the president is of the United States?
5: They don't give a damn. But, I mean, okay, let's take it more seriously. They know, or they realize, that Donald Trump would be a better, uh, a a greater challenge to them than uh, Hillary Clinton. Obviously, they know that. But my question to you, guys, who do you think Donald Trump should have as a vice president? I know, I know who we should have, but I want you to tell me. What do you think?
2: Don? Uh-uh. Who he should have as president? No, vice president. For uh, Under, to run with Trump. Well, he he should nominate a, a, a female governor, either from South Carolina, um, who I think would make an excellent uh, vice presidential candidate. That would ensure a, a victory for Donald Trump. Uh, the, the first polls are out, and they have uh, Hillary quote ahead of. Um, uh, uh, Donald Trump by uh, 10 points. Um, but, but it was a very suspicious poll. The first two polls are out. Uh, and uh, When you look at the, the questions on the poll, um, you know, you can make a poll say anything you want it to say if you ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. And this poll was the, uh, the two polls that, that came out today. Both uh, are, are such that, of course, the, they're going to say uh, Hillary's in the lead. But the point I want to make, and I'll say it to, uh, I, uh, in the form of a question, the Iq: Do you think um, uh, 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 American white males are, um, are more, more attuned to your message than the, the general public?
5: Yes. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Especially people who are who say they are Christian. I get more people
4: who are, who say they are Christians who support me than anybody else. I mean, well, so, so to go back to your go back to your question, since Don's given his answer, um, I, I think that we've got a, an issue to answer your question as best I can, IQ. Here's here's my concern, Mr. Trump. No question, is a successful businessman. And he's turning into a much better politician and he'll get better as the campaign goes on. But he doesn't understand the bull crap that goes on in Washington D.C. And my concern is that if, and no disrespect, mended against Don, if he brings an outside governor into the process of what's going to have to be changed, if we can believe him, all the things he wants to get done the dismantling of the EPA and and on and on and on and building the wall, I'm not sure that a governor who's not had any national legislative experience is going to be effective negotiating with the Congress. With that said, I want somebody who has experience in the Congress, who is a conservative, but doesn't necessarily have to be a woman, I want somebody who I think can be a great asset to him, not to get elected, but to solve the problems.
5: Who would
4: that be? It could be Mr. Gingrich, the former Speaker of the House. It could be Jeff Sessions, uh, Foreign Relations Committee Chairman. By the way, that's the man I was thinking of. Gingrich. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think the man has the political experience, the being Speaker of the House, uh, knows how the Congress works. Um, and so I, I think in order to get done what Donald wants to get done, that person is going to spend a lot of time at the Hill. And, uh, and, and, and I, I think I, I, I like, um, Newt a lot, but there are some other people, Jeff Sessions, I think could do well. Um, and there are other people who have experience, not as much public profile as Newt, but could could do well, um, and is is known all over the world. I mean, I think that was one of the things. Again, what he can help with Trump is that because Trump is inexperienced in the in the political process of how Washington works, uh, he can be a, not only a great aide there. But he can be a great, um, path smoother with the rest of the leaders of the world leaders. So there's a, a lot of positive...
5: I listen to Newt Gingrich a lot of times when he makes talks. I mean, last time when uh, Trump made stupid remarks, Newt Gingrich said that, he, that was stupid. hmm That was... I love that because the man is not a psychopath. You're not going to lick ass. He is the type of person who Trump should admire, who will not say, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, sir, no, sir, no. When Trump is wrong, point out to him why it's wrong and how to solve it. And I th- excellent.
4: Excellent. I, like I agree with you. I think that if you, you look at, at Trump's business, he has surrounded himself with great talent who are not yes men or yes women. He wants the talent. And he may challenge them, but if they stand their ground and prove to him that this is what needs to be done, he'll empower them to do it. And so I think that his cabinet will be dramatically different than the Obama cabinet. And um, I, I, I just I worry about all of the all of the political rhetoric that's going on. As Don pointed out, is being filtered against Mr. Trump by the the American media. Uh, Whether he can overcome that or not, I I, I really don't.
5: The American people are waking up. Wait, wait, wait. Fair enough. The media, most of many of the American people now realize that the media is corrupt. That the media doesn't tell them the truth. In fact, that the media has been subverting them. Many, many millions of Americans are waking up. Another attack by Muslims, one or two more between now and November. And the whole
1: ball game will change, believe me. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and
0: groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps>